What is up, everybody? This is DWC episode five. We're still in season two of the NFL. Make sure that you guys can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Amazon Music, and everything else that we are on through RSS. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Defense Wins Championships 2022, and on Twitter, DWC 2022, uh, where we will be talking about the games and dropping our power rankings. We do that every four weeks. Um, you can also find me talking shit in some of the comments. And uh, we'll be getting back to some fantasy talking discussions and some betting because we like to win money and we want to win money for you guys. So let's go ahead and get into some of the games that happen in week four. Uh, as we stated last week when we did our episode that we will not be doing all of the games. Uh, we're just going to do some of the games that stood out, which really helped us in week four because a lot of the games were blowouts. So we're only going to be talking about four games uh, for week four. And then we're going to go into the headliners and then a little bit QB discussion. And then we're going to finish it off with picks. So let's go ahead and get into the first game. All right. So the first game that we're going to talk about was one of the more entertaining games, I would say. The Los Angeles Rams at the Indianapolis Colts. The Rams <laughs> snuck by on a, I think, a walk-off touchdown, 29-23 mm-hmm. to 23 from an OT. Yeah, yeah, an OT. How, how do we? How are we feeling about Anthony Richardson a quarter of the way through the season? I hate to. First of all, first of all, uh, it pissed me off that I needed. You know, during the whole game, isn't it? Isn't it annoying for those of the for those of you that can bet in your state? Isn't it annoying when you bet someone to do like get a touchdown? Or possibly get two touchdowns, and all they're getting is yards. Yeah, so annoying. Yeah, but they did score game-winning touchdown, deserved in OT. Um, about Anthony Richardson. It's been week four. It's been four weeks. Uh, he has been. He has been injured. Um, well, I guess yeah. he's played two, in like, like two, three fourths game. Yeah. He only was out in the last like two minutes, which they needed. They could be three and one. No, he was out in the Texans game. He got knocked out for a concussion, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's missed basically. He's only been two games and a quarter at most. Yeah, four games. Um, they should be. What are they? Two and two. They should be three and one. They should have won. If he was able to finish out that last game, they would have scored instead of Gardner Minshew who threw that game. Because uh, they're on, like, the two-yard line. He just would have ran it in again. But I hate to do this to my boy. You know how much love I got for Bryce. You know that's my boy. Alabama fan. That's my guy, Heisman. We did her dirty on his last year. Um, didn't give him the support system that he needed. But I do think that as of right now, the Panthers kind of smoked this and should have drafted AR with the first pick. I mean, he's just he's just so dynamic. 
But I will say he went to the perfect situation with the perfect head coach in terms of development. Yeah, but this is literally like like Frank Wright loves fucking humongous quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the thought process was there, but um I mean Bryce was the most accurate QB coming out. He's yeah. just so small. Like I know it doesn't matter that he was so small. He's a fucking baller, but you look at guys like CJ Stroud who it was just barely under the accuracy that Bryce was and to me he has a bigger arm than Bryce. So I was like, uh, I'm kind of leaning more Stroud in general. And then AR, who has a bigger arm than both, he just isn't accurate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Plus the running's there for Anthony Richardson, too. Mm-hmm. I a think lot because of, of that Wonderlick score is why CJ didn't go. In that shit's wild to me. Like, who gives a fuck? You see, if you watch the film on the guys that are playing, like, who cares how smart they are off the field? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why does that matter? Like, C.J. Stroud had three years of great film for, like, NFL teams. Yeah. I, I just don't understand why that would ever, like, deter someone. I guess it's different and like, it's the same thing of, like, Mac Jones dropping. And a lot of people state, like, oh, those wide receivers are always just so open because they're so amazing. That boosts C.J. Stroud. I From what I've seen of C.J. Stroud and both of us, don't get us wrong. Both of us, yes, we live in Ohio, uh, but we do not like Ohio State. <clears throat> we like teams of the SEC. I'm a Bama fan. Reed is a Florida fan. So usually what happens when you're in a state uh, and you don't like um, that state's team, Reed is a Browns fan, but if you don't like that state's team, usually you just uh, – or you live in that state and you're not a fan of that team, usually you hate the team because the fans are annoying as fuck. So we're not too fond of Ohio State fans, but the players, I have no qualms with the players. And I, I stated this when he was in college. I stated it now. He's the best quarterback that's came out of Ohio State by far. To yeah. Me. And I don't count like fucking Joe Burrow, all that. Like he, like that he, he is one of them. And it doesn't matter with, I think, especially. After that Georgia game, I was like, oh, yeah, he's one of them. Because even, like, the House State uh, fans are like, bro, like, when does he – he's never ran like this. I was like, I don't think he's needed to run. Because they've just been blown out teams and wide receivers are so good. But once you face a good, you know, a good team, you bring out attributes that you didn't really need. Yeah. But it wasn't like he's not athletic. It's not like he's a statue. Yeah. So I knew he'd be good. For the um, Texans, they have a great coach. I think D'Amico Ryan is a great coach, um, and I think their coaching tree is very sneaky. As someone who just watched them out coach the fuck out of my team, I think their team, their the whole team top to bottom is very sneaky. Um, to me, uh, both of these, to me, what separates AR and Stroud, and I'm not diminishing their abilities. They're both amazing quarterbacks. Um, This is probably one of the few um, times where, like, rookie quarterbacks are outshining quarterbacks that have big-ass contracts. Um, The support system around both of these QBs couldn't have been better for each of them, especially AR with Strickland and how they run their offense, how they have Steichen. 
or striking. Yeah. What is it? It's whatever. He's a fucking monster. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, how they run their offense, how the Colts have possession catchers, uh, for because AR throws some fucking heat seekers, and to be able to have wide hey, highest, like catch that. highest percentage drop rate in the league is his receivers. He throws some fucking missiles. So, yeah, I mean, they were doing that shit at Florida <laughs> too. People were dropping the ball left, yeah, and he threw it to them. Um, and the emergence of Nico Collins. And Tank Dell is a beast, and there's always the safe options with Robert Woods and Dalton Schultz. CJ Stroud's able to produce. Uh, yeah, we um, even with a terrible line. They're, yeah, we, they're doing great. We got way off track here, but <laughs> back to the Rams Colts game in general. I think the biggest thing about the Colts that has surprised me, not Anthony Richardson, not the offense being creative. Like I figured that was going to happen with Shane Steichen, but the defense for the Colts has been way better than what people have anticipated Mm -hmm. in a way. I don't even know who the DC is to be honest with you. Um, Yeah. It's, um, Gus Bradley. Uh, Oh, they kept, they they kept kept Gus Bradley. uh, Okay. Um, yeah, it's like they're definitely within like close games with teams, and it's just, I mean, if you give somebody like 17, 16, 17 targets, they're gonna, you know, rack yards as long as they produce with those targets. So, yeah, don't be discouraged just because Puka fucking had all those yards, but zone. I mean, you play zone against Matthew Stafford, he's gonna pick it apart. Yeah. The thing about this game though was it was 20 to nothing at one point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like 20 to nothing at halftime. And the Colts with a young QB, a young head coach, an unproven defense came back and took this game to OT, which is very fucking impressive in mm-hmm. my opinion. So this team has a lot of fucking fight and the AFC South looks a little bit dangerous. Yeah, they could have they could have flipped around and won this game if uh it's just the timing was off and AR threw that ball and Pittman just got off of that route and yeah. looked up. I could have fucked around and won this shit. Rams once again showing like I don't the Rams to me are so spotty, like they can beat anyone, but they can also lose to anyone. That's kind of where the Rams are. Uh Matthew Stafford's as consistent as it gets. He's a throw it forty times a game. He's going to mm-hmm. have like a 68% to 75% completion percentage. He's yeah. not really throwing a lot of touchdowns anymore, but he's getting a bunch of yards. And that could be just him playing smart football, um, taking what the defense has given him. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, think they're, the... they're, they're going to be one of the hardest teams to pick for our picks in general, in my opinion, yeah. moving forward, because they're just so spotty. And young. They're a very young football team. Mm -hmm. Their defense has also been impressive for how young they have been. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's just like you're going to have those. When you look at the stats for like those kind of Rams games, you're always going to have like the, like the, like the game leaders for those games are always going to be going to get your Matthew Stafford 300. Puka or whoever, insert whoever, Puka, Cooper Cup is always going to have like a hundred and something. And then 
Kyron Williams has been really good for this team. He had 103, 25 carries, two touchdowns. Yeah, his his splits have been interesting. I'm curious to see what they do with him because his rushing attempts is like it was low teens to begin with the first three games he played, and then it was 25 in this game. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. Yeah, we should probably give him up to speed. Um, give him now the full workload. Um, I mean, it is nice that Matthew Stafford threw 40, but hopefully they don't have to keep relying on, you know, there's still so many games left, so hopefully they can rely more on their own game so his arm's not shot by the playoffs. Yeah, true. All right, let's move on to the next game. Commanders at the Eagles. This one was a little closer than most people thought. Um, the Eagles slipped by 34 to 31 in OT. Mm-hmm. Um, Another OT game. Yeah. How do like how do we feel about Rivera not going for two at the end of that game? Yeah, I mean, he said that he didn't go for two because his players were tired. That's the most wild thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, what one? What are what are you playing? What are you paying your players for? And I mean, they're supposed to perform at. I mean, obviously, nobody's a hundred percent, but but it shouldn't matter if you're tired and if you're telling, like your team, like you're not even, like blaming. It's like blaming your team. Like, oh, we could we could have done it if they were not tired, but they're tired, so I didn't want to. Like, this is your opportunity to knock off a division a division rival. Come into into a serious conversation of yo, are the commanders legit? Three and one. And <sighs> you fold. You fold this opportunity. Um I mean everyone and, who sorry. Go ahead. Uh I was just saying that like we had zero expectations for the commanders. And even two and two is surprising. But Coming up three and one, like we would really had to have a serious conversation on if the commanders are legit or not. Yeah, they, I mean, everyone who listens to the podcast knows how Bo and I feel about Ron Rivera. This man needs to be fired. And there is no more proof than on Sunday night or Sunday during the day when you have a chance. To become three and one in the div- let me let me just preface this real quick. The division leader, the at a quarter of the way into the season, the division leader, the fucking Washington Commanders that they would have won this game, would have been number one in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. All you needed to do. So here's the options here. Okay, we go, we kick the extra point. We go to OT with the Eagles, who were in the Super Bowl last year, have one of the best offenses in football, and we're averaging 6.8 yards per play on your defense, okay? That last one stings a little bit. Or you can go for two and leave it up to the football gods on a two-yard play to take the division lead. What are we going to do here? What would you do? I don't think it has to be said what everyone in the fucking entire nation would do in that situation. You don't need to be a super smart head coach to understand that your team isn't as talented as the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. 
and you are at you are at the Philadelphia Eagles. Like you're in their fucking home field about to knock them off. Like it doesn't get any better than this. Like this is your chance. Yeah, if you lose the game, whatever. Like you're not expected to win here. They were six and a half point dogs anyway. You know what I mean? I just I I can't even fathom it. Like I was at the Browns game, and if I watched this live to see him kick that extra point, I probably would have shut the TV off. <laughs> like yeah. that's just embarrassing. It's what do you it shows that like if if you're a player right on that team, wouldn't that just tell you that he doesn't believe in you? Yeah, he doesn't trust you. Like why would you want to play for a guy like this? What I'm thinking is going to happen is Ron Rivera is going to work his way out of that team anyway because there's new ownership. Um, the enemy's sitting right there as the OC. Mm-hmm. Like the owner didn't handpick this coach. He's gone after this year anyway. But like, can you at least be fucking smart for once in your life, Ron Rivera? He also used to be, didn't he used to? be one of the riskiest coaches in the league at yeah. the Panthers, like Riverboat Rivera or something was his fucking nickname. He would always go for it on fourth down. What happened? Old age is getting to that, man. I don't even understand. Yeah, I... It's different if, like, I'm, you know, have an elite defense or if I'm the coach of the 49ers or the Chiefs. I mean, I could give you a pass. Me, myself, I'm going for it anyways. But, like, you are the Washington Commanders. Nobody has any expectations for you. We're even surprised that you're in this battle with the Eagles. Like, yeah. I have said this time and time. What What is the downfall of going for it? What it like, Nothing. nobody has expectations for you anyways. So yeah. people have you in the top 10 of picking, like, of drafting. So, you know, I'd rather have my players, like, go on a high, even if you lose. I mean, you lost anyways. You lost, and now you probably lost some of the locker room. Yeah, it's really... Like, yeah, he doesn't fuck with me. But, like, <sighs> it'd be different if I'm like, yo, like, we can do this. I don't care if you're tired. I don't care. You need to push for it. You need to... We need... We can knock off the Eagles. We can do this. And a division rival. And it's not even... Like, if this was... If this was... And, like, my team, if I watch this, bro, someone will be getting smoked. Because there's no there's no way that, like, you wouldn't go for this. I mean, you already have Eagles on rails. Which I think, I think more about this game is more about the Eagles on how, like, you don't need to have a conversation on this, this Eagles team. Uh, to me, the Eagles will, the, to me, the Eagles will be okay. Their biggest issue right now that they need to fucking figure out is pass defense. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but letting Chauncey was a mistake. Letting him go was a mistake. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think most Eagles fans probably wanted him to stay anyway, but they let him walk. They're, they've, I think they've allowed the sixth most yards through the air um, through four weeks, over 1,000 already. So... Do the fucking math on that one. Yeah, Slate can't <laughs> cover everything, bro. Yeah, and they've allowed nine 
passing touchdowns, which is third worst in the NFL. That's not going to get it done against the best teams in the NFL. So I think they have a lot. Like the offense, we know the Eagles can score. Jalen Hurts is warming up. He's going to get better. He actually had a pretty good game against Washington. So, I mean, offense isn't the issue. It's defense for sure. And I think I think they'll figure it out, but we'll see. Because it doesn't look like they've done. Yeah, they haven't done well so far, but we shall see what happens. Mm. Let's go to the Raiders at the Chargers. Now, I know, Noteworthy Games is the fucking segment here. (laughs) Um, This game really wasn't that close because it was um, 24-7 at halftime. But the Chargers do what they do, and they they just let a team creep back in at the end, right, and make it interesting. I mean, this even came down to a mistake by Staley, which is somehow like every week. It's every fucking week, isn't it? We sit here and we're like, oh, he went for it on fourth down on his own 20. Uh, He fucking threw a challenge flag when he shouldn't have. Well, this week it's something different. And he chose to tell, um, oh, who was it? Asante Samuel. So Asante Samuel gets a pick on the goal line. And he tells them to go down when he could have easily had a pick six, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? You were only up seven. There was two and a half, three minutes left on the clock, and the Raiders still had two timeouts. I, I just don't. I. It makes me lose my mind to watch an NFL head coach just waste Justin Herbert like this. They should be four and zero, right? Yeah. I mean, what are we what are we doing here? Yeah, it's it's different in like like this is here's another game which you should you know smack your opponent and here you are close with them again. Like this 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 smelled opportunity for a blowout. It's like not, not to mention a backup QB was in for fucking Vegas. yeah rookie who it's actually different. didn't look. That bad. He had fumble issues. No, considering he got smoked by Khalil Max six times. Yeah. And that's just recorded. Like we don't know, like the QB hits, QB pressures, like considering that and still being close. You gotta be like sorry to throw the Browns under the bus, but the Browns started a rookie QB and they got smoked. Like the Chargers should be doing the same thing. I don't care that Devontae's on the Raiders. Like you should be Blowing this team out. The Raiders have a terrible defense. So, another close game, another like shouldn't have been close game. Um, granted, there's it's too many, there's too many coaches in this league right now that need to not be coaching. And they're just getting, they're getting away with, they're going to continue to be on the team because the, because their team is winning. In spite of them, I've never seen a game where I'm like, "Damn, Brandon Staley coached the fuck out that game." Yeah. <laughs> it's always in spite. I'm like, "Damn, they're doing another dumbass thing," or "Oh my god, why are they doing this?" 
and they're still winning in spite of that. Shout out Justin Herbert, but they should not be two and two. Yeah, actually, Justin Herbert had his worst game of the year against the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, he only threw it fucking. He got injured, so he only threw it twenty four times. But this is what he's two for two now. Just after an injury, throwing another ball on a fucking rope. Is the injury? He injured his finger. His fingernail was like busted up too on his non-throwing hand, and then he throws a fucking rope to Joshua Palmer to seal the game. Shouldn't have even got to that fucking point, but the way he throws the football, goddamn! Shout out, beautiful. Shout out, Khalil Mack. Yes, I mean. Uh, McDaniels, after the game, pretty much threw his rookie under the bus uh, by saying he needs to protect the football, which is just, to me, was someone fire McDaniel, please. Yeah, do you see the, the, the Raiders, like someone, a Raider fan bought a billboard and it says fire Josh McDaniels? Wow. Yeah, he doesn't deserve to be a head coach in this league. And then the, there's like fans walking past uh, – was it? Is it Mike Davis, their owner? Whatever fucking Mark, moron. Mark, Mark, Davis, Mark Davis. They're like, fire Josh McDaniels. And he was, Mark Davis like got up and was all mad. Talking about they didn't need to fire him. I was like, bruh. It's his good friend or whatever. Delusional. When you start, yeah, when you start hiring friends, <laughs> Mike Tomlin, uh, <laughs> it's when you get in trouble in the NFL. Yeah, um, there's nothing wrong with bringing in new faces, bro. Yeah. I don't know. The thing about the Raiders, it's funny cuz they're like they're like kind of feisty, right? <laughs> Shout out Josh Jacobs. The thing about the Raiders to me that pisses me off when I watch them is they have 0.0 identity. Yeah. Like last year they said fuck it. We're going to run Jacobs 15 to 20 times a game, right? And we're mm-hmm. going to make it work. This year, they're not even like Josh Jacobs is not even running the football. No, he just had a this this game was the only game he had. A, uh, I mean, he had seventeen okay carries. Game. Yeah, he had seventeen carries this game. His led in receiving eight for eighty one, but it was just like fucking checkdowns because they didn't have enough time to throw any other route. Yeah, I just feel like Josh Jacobs should be getting more than like. I feel like he should be a 20-carry guy on a team that doesn't have good QB play. What happened to their O-line? Like, last year they were okay. This year they're just terrible. I'm just... Yeah, some people left, and then I think some people got injured. That's great. Which is great. Well, that's all I really got on those two teams. Fire (laughs) Staley, fire McDaniel. That's pretty much it. There's a lot of coaches that need fired. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Sunday night football game that turned out to be a real decent game. Surprisingly, the Chiefs at the Jets, they won 23 to 20 on maybe a controversial call, but we'll leave that up to Bo to decide. Controversial. Um, no, I mean, I was surprised. We always get one of those games where Patrick Mahomes isn't Superman. Well, this was the worst game I think I've ever seen him play. Yeah. It's... it's and I they think still won. I know. 
Luckily, uh, Pacheco was able to carry the load, 21-15, one touchdown. Average 5.8 yards, so he was killing it, bro. I think it's hilarious watching him run the ball because he runs so mad. Like, it's different than, like, people just, like, running angry and just running through people. Like, the way he runs, he runs mad. I'm just waiting for, like, like that. the way his legs hit the ground does not look healthy. It's like, why are you running like that? But, um, yeah, the Jets the Jets did a good job in the pass defense. Um, I think that Mahomes is still trying to figure out um, players and their routes and what he likes. I mean, he's still – I mean, Kadari still needed to come back, but still, like, Sky Moore's improving. I mean, he had fucking zero catches. Uh, he is building a small rapport with Rasheed, with Rasheed Rice, who I thought would be good coming uh, for like the season. I thought Rasheed Rice would be good. So yeah. they're doing a little, a little uh, back and forth with him. I'm pretty but, sure his route share is 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 third, only behind Tyreek and Devontae Adams. So, mm-hmm. so you they're doing forward? good. Uh, I think that their chemistry will progress more. But the Jets' defense, they were getting after it. Um, from all from all cylinders, linebackers, DBs, thing line, we're all getting after it. Um, yeah, I was. This is more surprising on fucking Zach Wilson, twenty eight, thirty nine, two forty five, two touchdowns. I think we were all taken aback by like some of the throws. Like he was throwing some of these holes on a rope. Like it was crazy. I was not expecting that at all. Um, I wasn't expecting a blowout. Um, because we've been getting shafted with night game blowouts in boring games so it was cool to see that this game was actually like back and forth fun, fun to watch um besides the first quarter yeah besides the first quarter uh but yeah it's 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 not looking too bad um i don't think that like people are at like wondering like is travis kelsey regressing Blah 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 with the Taylor Swift shit. I just think people are just fucking like, yo, we just need to cover Kelsey. We just need to double team him or scheme or scheme our defense for him because there's no there's no real other threat um yet for wide receiver. So I just think Travis Kelsey is getting schemed like a motherfucker by the defenses. But hey, the the Jets the Jets are doing their thing, man. I think the the Chiefs still do have an offensive line problem. I think Jawan Taylor is a fraud. Um, they brought him, signed him to that big money, and he's a fraud. Still the most penalized uh, offensive lineman. I will say they target that motherfucker for no reason. <laughs> so, I mean, fucking the Eagles guy, Lane Johnson, does it every single game. Yeah, but he has a lot of holdings. Like, I just don't think he can block. Um <laughs> He's he's pretty bad. Um, and then yeah, it did it did end like the flag was late as fuck. Like from where they said it happened, the flag was so late. Uh, if you guys didn't watch it, there was a flag on Sauce Gardner uh, for holding, which I personally and I don't even I don't you know I don't have a fucking. I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm not a Jets fan. I like him equally. I like Pat Mahomes. I like the, I got, you know, my New York agenda. But I personally would not have thrown that flag. I think it was late as hell. And sometimes, you know, 
You need to let the boys play. That was not egregious. It was not like he threw him to the ground. Um, and the people talking about the holding with uh, was Jermaine Johnson getting held. Um, yeah, to me, like, you could have called it holding, but, like, he he had him locked. Like, he wasn't going nowhere. So, Jermaine, like, everybody, like, I know everybody hears this quote all the time, but it's true. Like, there's probably a hold damn near every play. Someone's well, getting held. If you're talking about the Jermaine Johnson play, I don't think that was holding. I think if I think if if he if he would have like he where he fucked up is he just stopped like he didn't move not I mean and to be honest he couldn't he couldn't move that much because he was just locked in position is great like grip that the uh, offensive lineman had but like if you like if you're getting held especially in this kind of situation you need to sell that motherfucker. Like he just didn't move. He just yeah, was like, he, he was standing there and just complaining, like yelling. I was like, bro, you gotta move. I would have fucking tried to swim out, moved, make it egregious. Hey, he was getting manhandled because he just got a little bro. Yeah, he didn't. That's, he that's didn't move. Really all it was. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not putting too much stock into this game whatsoever, to be honest with you. Yeah, Zach Wilson looked decent. It is good good feel for going forward. I mean, the players are loving Zach Wilson and how he played. Yeah, so that really is the only thing I'm taking away from this game is maybe Zach Wilson can build some momentum off of They're this They're going game. against the Broncos next, so this is... If he sucks against the Broncos, it's time to call it quits because that defense is horrible. Um, <laughs> this was the worst game I've seen from Pat, and they still won the game. Um, that should tell you enough. In my opinion, <laughs> if Pat doesn't have his worst game, they probably win this game still by fucking 14. I mean, he, he was throwing some egregious picks. I don't know what he was looking at. Oh, yeah. Was, some, of, some of them picks, boy. I he was, was like, rolling. Like it was almost like Goodell called in and said, listen, you got to keep this game close. Him and... Uh, him and uh, Herbert, we're throwing some crazy picks. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand what Pat was looking at in this game. I know the Jets' defense is good. I mean, shit. It could have just been the Jets. I don't know. But Pat was – he definitely looked a little bit off. I'm not going to make excuses. He played like shit. Mm. But, I mean, that's the worst we're ever going to see Pat play. And they still fucking won the game. So, I have nothing, yeah. I have nothing to fucking say. At yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're we're we we both believe in in the same thing that I say. I think Pat is the best gambler I've ever seen in my life. Um, so you will get some of those. I'm like, where the like it's different than like you would see the quarterback on like motion, like what he thought the route was gonna be. But I was like, damn, like where the fuck were you thinking that was going, bro? Yeah. And there's obviously something different in his head than what he saw, um, but. Yeah, he was throwing some wild shit. He was definitely doing some random shit, but that's Shout okay. Out my home. That's my dog. Sometimes that shit happens. All right, should we move to the headlines of the week? Yeah, go ahead. Let's do it. We got a few. We got a few headlines of the week. Um, a little less 
I guess, enticing than last week. There wasn't much movement after the games. Um, I think the biggest player movement one was J.C. Jackson. Mm-hmm. He uh, got traded back to the Patriots. You don't see a, that too often. Teams going back, getting like traded back. No, traded back is different. Free agent. A lot of free agents have signed back with the Patriots after mm-hmm. they signed a big contract. But J.C. Jackson played only seven games in two years, right? Yeah. With the Chargers, that seems like one of the worst contracts in recent history for a corner because he was the highest paid corner, was he not? Yeah. Yeah, hmm. that was definitely a fumble by the Chargers. Uh, I, like, from what I've seen on the Patriots, is like their scheme is so good and then these players get like insane contracts and then they don't live up to how they were on the Patriots. Same thing with like I mean Stefan Gilmore's a fucking baller, but mm-hmm. for what he got like the insane amount of money he got paid, I was like, holy shit, like if you get paid that much money as a corner, you know, I'm expecting you to be fucking like top five. And there's not too many, like, I think the only, like, great corner, the great corners that are playing great that got paid a lot of money, like, obviously, Denzel Ward and Jair Alexander, but, like, a lot of, like, the corners are either mid-mid-mid or they're hurt. Like, Tredavious White just got hurt, just tore his fucking Achilles after already being hurt last year. And I think Tredavious White is a great corner, but it's not looking too good for him. And it's mostly, to me, like, a great corner. Like, yeah, there's obviously great corners that will, you know, shut down and have an island and stuff. But, like, scheme, scheme means a lot for a corner. And that's that's we're seeing that with the Eagles. Their pass defense is fucking atrocious. Yeah, Darius Slay's doing amazing. But, I mean, individual stats don't mean really mean shit in the defense. If you're getting fucking, you know, sport hell on, like, the commanders are fucking neck and neck with you. Like, there's an issue. Yeah. So I think JC Jackson I now I don't know if he's just like playing a Kawhi and was just sitting out to sit the fuck out because he hated being over there in LA. But I think he will be fine, come back to form with the Patriots. I know I damn you know, I know the Patriots are not paying all that fucking contract. So obviously there's gonna be like talks happening, maybe the Chargers take on some of that contract or something. I know the Patriots ain't paying all that money. Uh, I don't really have much to say about the situation. I think a lot of Patriot players, I think Bill gets a lot of defensive players paid because they play in his system, and then they go out, they get paid by a team, it doesn't really work out, and then they come back to the Patriots later. Typically, like Jamie Collins did that. Um, who else am I thinking of that did that? Big contracts that came back. Oh, uh, oh, what's his name? Something Flowers, the D end. Something you know, Flowers. Yeah, he, he was an Arkansas defensive end. Oh, I know Kyle Van Noy got paid in the, and then he came back for a couple of years. Yeah, they always make their way back. I feel like. But Bill Belichick's known Trey Flowers. Trey, yeah, 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 God damn. But I feel like a lot of them just come back. They're comfortable in that system. That's where they play best. So they're just like, 
fuck it. You know what I mean? Um, it is interesting, though. Seven games for the Chargers? Like, come on. That's ridiculous, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it was, time. It was about time for him to go. Swing um, and a miss <laughs> but the Chargers. He, he does come back to the Patriots, and he'll... I think it'll be great again with the Patriots just because of the scheme, especially with Christian Gonzalez. He tore, he got a torn labrum, so he's out for the rest of the season. And God, he, that he was, was unfortunate. A, I know he's a fucking baller, bro. I wish. I, I mean, if we, if the Steelers weren't, if the Steelers are doing what we're doing with Broderick Jones and not letting him develop and play and get reps, then I would have rather drafted Christian Gonzalez. But Christian Gonzalez is a fucking stud. He's good. So I guess the trade makes sense for the Patriots. It worked out for him. Um, all right, let's move on to some player drama. You ready for the player drama? Let's get Start it. Your boy, Evan Neal, <laughs> went on social media and pretty much berated the Giants fans. Does he have... Well, how should I say this? Does he have a reason to really do that or has his play really let up for controversy in a way so yeah it's especially now that like fantasy football sports betting uh is happening you 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 will get in internally like you will get pissed at certain players for not performing well and not doing what you need to do. I mean, Brees Hall was getting cussed out, uh, probably by some kid on a PlayStation Five fucking message. So <laughs> it happens, you know. People will fucking DM you on some dumb shit if you don't have a good game. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm pro. Like if you, if you're talking shit, if I'm a player and you're talking shit, yeah. Like okay, like you're supposed to be above, like. You're supposed to hold higher standards, bro. If you're if you're talking shit to me, I definitely have a reason. Like I can talk shit back. If like unless I'm doing bad, and in, in in Evan Neal's case, you're doing bad. It's different than like you just had a bad game, like Stephon Diggs. Like you just had a bad game, and you're like, bro, like come on, I'm Stephon Diggs. But like Evan Neal, top six pick, like was supposed to be elite mammoth of a man and you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing it's not like i'm asking you to be you know a left tackle be trent williams like you're a right tackle coming out of cam out of bama like this was like one of the best tackle prospects and it's been what four years now three four years now and you just have not been able to play up to you what you're drafted at. I didn't pick you top 10 to be a bum. And you're being a bum. And it's worse of you being a bum and then you tacking up other people for calling you a bum. They're being they're right. Now just because you're a bum, like as a fan, like like of course like you can do whatever you want, you know, freedom of speech. But if someone clap back at you, then it is what it is. You know, if I if I DM Evan Neal saying, bro, you suck. Nine times out of ten, he won't even read it because he's getting so many messages anyway. But if he comes back saying shit, then, you know, it is what it is. But I can just send you your your pass blocking rate, your run blocking weight rate like you are playing awful. 
And either the fans are going to tell you, and you're in New York. It's like you should be expecting this. And coming back with the notes apology, like, bruh, double down if I was Evan Neal. Be like, I know what, I know I've been playing like ass. On God, I'm going to get it together. But yeah, he's trash. He's definitely on Fraud Watch. Uh, I tweeted out uh, on our Twitter account, like, bro, you are on Fraud Watch and you're responding to people on social media. Get in the lab. Is is different than like seeing online gather schemes, right? And like running and pass blocking and stuff. But to me, like O-line and D-line. Yeah, let me think. O-line and D-line, little bit of corner, but O-line and D-line, the linemen, like there's not too much outside forces that will make you suck. Yeah. Right? You just, if you suck, you suck. It's different than like, like the Browns, like the Browns sucked, but Joe Thomas is one of the best offensive linemen ever in the history of the game. So if you're good, you will lock down what you're supposed to be locking down. If you suck, that's on you. That's different than like wide receivers. If you if you suck, maybe your quarterback sucks or your scheme sucks. Uh, running back, your off your offensive line sucks, so you suck. You know. Safety, you suck because your corners are letting shit happen and you're getting fucking blown by because your corners aren't helping you. But line, it's you and the man in front of you, bro. And if you get beat, there's nothing I can do for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the Giants have more than just Evan Neal to worry about on that O-line. They have been horrible. 11 sacks is honestly just egregious. That's like fire every single person on that line, you know. Yeah, that we're is not terrible. we're not defending Daniel Jones, you know. No, 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 he sucks. Not at all. But <laughs> I mean, he and they're like, oh, um, he th- he's throwing it to his first read like more than seventy percent of the time that he gets the ball, like he's locking his first read. I'm like, bruh, Daniel Jones sucks, but he ain't got no time to look at a second read. It's it's first read or get sacked. It might not even be first read sometimes. Yeah. He he just running. He's just running for his life. He's seeing ghosts because his offensive line. I mean, we were watching the game and I was seeing players that I didn't I don't even know who the hell they are. And they're like, oh, they just got their first sack. I might have gotten a sack on fucking Daniel Jones. Like the line is like you are six eight, three hundred plus pounds, and you are sweet on that right side. I, there's nothing I can do for you. So yeah. you, you just got you just unless you until you get better, bro. This is this stuff is gonna keep happening. You're still gonna get DMs. You're still gonna get questions. You're still gonna get fans yelling at you that you suck. Especially now, now that you clack back, bro. This this is the last thing you should have done. You suck. Yeah, I completely agree. All right, let's stick with the drama category here. We're gonna talk about Matt Canada. Did he or did he not have a burner account? Do we actually believe in burner accounts or not? Uh, the only burner account I believe in is Kevin Durant because he said he had a burner account. But like, I think everybody has a burner account. I think if you're a superstar, 
you have like no shot. You don't either you have a burner account or you have like someone telling you like what's up. That has an account. Like there's I don't think that was a burner account because like Matt Canada's because Steelers use SteelersNFL.com instead of just Steelers.com. But like man, that was convincing for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like and and that would that's something like it's different than you know one of us like someone our age. Like if you were to make a burner account and you make it off a new email. Like the fact that like this fucking old head, this boomer, Matt Canada, made it had made it with like a Steelers.com email. I was like, uh <laughs> I was like, this is like this is kind of funny, bro. It like the fact that it's even say it was his burner account, bro. The fact that you're even getting on Twitter is hilarious. If I was Matthew Canada, I would have no social media. Because any anything you post, does he have a Twitter? I don't think so. Yeah, anything I feel like if I was raps, I feel like I wouldn't have a Twitter if I was like maybe if I was a player, yes, but not if I was like a coach. I probably wouldn't have a Twitter like at all. No, I just have an Instagram. Like Mike Tomlin has a Twitter and Instagram. Mike Tomlin Wildman. But no, if I was a coach, no, no, no Twitter. If I was a player, probably no Twitter. I just have Instagram. I mean, Twitter, you're literally just going on and getting your feelings hurt. If you're a player or a coach, yeah, there's not there's not too many players and coaches with thick skin. So, so you yeah. want them, you want them fired. Or what? I think everybody wants him fired, bro. Yeah, it's actually I've never seen this much like this. Like I'm seeing fire Matt things. Canada on a WWE fucking poster board, bro. Like it is bad. Yeah, this this man, I think will definitely get fired if not soon. But it's you, gonna be at the end of the year. It's no, gonna be at the end of the year because listen, we've talked about this numerous times. I think we talked about it a few times last year with teams. Um, I think we talked about it with the Broncos last year, too, uh-huh. in terms of firing a coach, a coordinator midseason. It never works out. Like, you're going to just basically be you're, – you're fucked either way. So you might as well just keep the guy, ride it out, and then figure it out at the end of the season because you're not going to make the major switch and it's not going to turn your season around like you think it will. Um, we saw what happened with the Colts and Jeff Saturday. It's just not going to work out. So, yeah, Matt Canada doesn't have a burner. I don't believe in that shit. But it was funny to watch because you can really just imitate whatever and defend anyone <laughs> on the internet. So, um, yeah, it is hilarious. Um, another thing with that, like, if you were to fire a coach, I would do it before, like, when the buys next week. So you can at least have a fucking extra week to talk about things, but there's really no use in firing someone. I mean, his contract's up this year. Probably, I, I pray, we're not going to re-sign that contract. And then hopefully we can find somebody, you know. 
there's a lot of a lot of good college teams, um, like offensive wise. So hopefully we can bring someone else up or get somebody from the NFL. I don't know, just anybody, bro, for real. So now he won't get fired, but that burner account shit was funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. All right, let's go to some more player news. This is a more fascinating one. Jamison Williams' suspension got dropped from six games to four, so he is eligible for this week. Will he make that Lions offense even better than it is right now? A hundred percent, bro. You know, I'm a big Jamison Williams fan. That's my dog. Um, The Lions need someone that is able to be speedy and take the top off from the offense. So now they don't have to rely on punt and kick returners. Uh, So Jamison Williams can be easily implemented in that offense. I think with him, Sam Laporta, Monroe, of course, Jameer Gibbs, and Dave Montgomery, like this offense is going to be insane. If he can live up to what I think he can be from what I've seen at Bama, like this, this is going to be, this is going to elevate the offense for the Lions even more. And I cannot wait to see it. You know, I got a Lions agenda. Um, so I think, I think this will be good. I think he'll obviously be on a snap count. Um, I don't think he's going to play like the full or have a huge like snap snap counter route to ran. Um, but this is the perfect opportunity. You're playing the fucking Panthers. So do what you want, bro. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it definitely adds a vertical threat to their offense and it will definitely make it better. Um, like you said, he will be on a snap count early. They'll ramp up his workload as they go into the season, mm-hmm. but it will definitely be good for the Lions to have him. Um, yeah. Shout out, shout out, Jameson Williams. I can't wait to to see the pictures, the link ups with him and Bryce. Yeah, it's gonna make me shed a tear. All right, so we're gonna briefly talk about Deshaun Watson for the first time ever on the <laughs> podcast, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So Deshaun this week sat out due to a shoulder contusion and the game of I'm probably going to more or less talk about this like Bo did with Evan Neal. But Deshaun sat out um, for a shoulder contusion. Yeah, that that is all you, bro. You know how I feel about Watson. That is all Yeah, you. yeah. I'm just covering it because it was one of the bigger stories this weekend. He said he was going to play the entire um, I think last Wednesday, so right after we did the podcast, actually, mm-hmm. the day after, it was like Thursday, some murmurs came of, oh, he has a shoulder injury, he can barely throw. So, of course, I picked the Browns. I wish I could take that pick back, because if I knew Watson wasn't <laughs> playing, I definitely would have picked the Ravens. Um, but he said he was going to play. He was adamant about it. I'm going to play, I'm going to play, I'm going to play. Stefanski said, yep, he's going to play. And we'll test the shoulder out game day. So I'm heading to the game. It's fucking, it's like fucking 10 a.m. I get a text in our group chat. Deshaun Watson's out, which I figured. I set two days before that. I The line dropped, and I said Deshaun Watson's probably not going to play. Typically, if a line drops by two points, starting QB's probably out. Um, But um, it looks like. His shoulder is going to be okay. It's not. Andrew Barry had a press conference today and is and said it's not a long term injury. And they have a bye this week. 
So he is fully expecting him to play against the 49ers in week six. That's not the greatest game to come back to, but no, that's just a little update on Deshaun Watson and his shoulder. And the last headline we have is blowouts. I feel like there's been a significant amount of blowouts in the NFL this year. And specifically, week four had 10 games where a team won by two touchdowns or more. What does that say about the overall parity in the league, per se? Yeah, the the blowouts were fucking crazy. And it's different than, like, like um, this is, to me, when you get blown out, right, a lot of people talk about the offense. And, oh, like, the Steelers-Texans, like, the blowout, bro, CJ Stroud. The fucking um, Bengals and, well, not really the Bengals and Titans, but the Bills and the Dolphins, like Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs had three touchdowns. And the Cowboys, well, yeah, the Seahawks, like, oh my God, like, Gina was fucking dying in. Dak, Dak had an okay game. 49ers, fucking McCaffrey had four touchdowns. You know, the long yard, all about offense. Latin. The thing that I always say, if a team, once a team scores, the other team gets that ball back. It's not like yep. they can take it. So yeah. these blowouts, I'm tipping my hats off. For a lot of these blowouts, I'm tipping my hats off to the defense. Defense did their thing. Cowboys, Patriots, defense had two touchdowns. Main Mac Jones have like three turnovers. He got benched at half. Seahawks had like, I think, eight sacks on the Giants. Bills were... Bills tap my you know tip of the cap to Sean McDermott. I think he, I I'm not the highest on him, but he was able to scheme the Dolphins well and was the shutdown. Oh, we already know, but the Titans and the Bengals kind of game. Uh, the Titans were able to absolutely demolish the Bengals and <laughs> their offensive line. It was crazy. Uh, Ravens did. I mean, the Browns had a rookie quarterback and the in Harbaugh did his thing, and they were able to feast on the Browns and yep. were able to. Cause turnovers and cause parity. I mean, DTR through three picks. So they did their thing. Uh, shouts out to the defense for these blowouts. Um, the the Texans overall just had just schemed the hell out of the, the Steelers. Uh, they are able to disrupt Kenny and disrupt our offensive line. When I thought coming going into the game. Uh, I thought we would be doing the same to the Texans on their own line because they had nobody on their own line. They had, like, backups to backups playing, and they were able to hold their own, and they were able to get after our quarterback. So these defenses are a lot. I attribute a lot to the defense. These blowouts, I attribute a lot to the defenses for this week. Great job, defense. Defense wins championship. Defense wins championships, and we talked about this where we think the defenses have finally caught up to the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a few outliers. Like, I mean, honestly, the outliers really are under the Shanahan tree. Mm-hmm. Shanahan, McDaniel, McVeigh, uh, Kellen Moore. I mean, all of them have embraced Ben Johnson. All of them have embraced the new style of a bunch of motioned fucking widespread offense which is fun to watch and they're creative but 
a lot of teams are fucking struggling this year. Yeah. On offense. And it's interesting to see. It, it really is funny because the NFL comes full circle all the time. It'll be like a few years of defense dominating and then a few years where the offense is like uncontrollable. And then the defense catches up and then the offense catches up. It's This is why the league is the best in the world because the parody is so crazy. Um, I do think week four was an anomaly. I don't think that will happen again. Um, Ten blowouts or... 14-point wins, I consider blowouts in the NFL. That doesn't happen often. That was 10 of 16 games that got out of hand and weren't very close. So I don't see that happening again. Do I think it's a problem? No, I really don't. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. It's crazy. I'm looking at this Shanahan like tree, mm-hmm. and I didn't know Stefanski was in that tree as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because of his pops. The Shanahan's literally like... They've <laughs> shaped the offense. So many the of these people are fucking uh, head coaches. It's crazy. I mean, can you believe that McDaniel, McVay, and Shanahan, young Shanahan, were all together, working together as like interns and shit, assistant yeah. coaches? That shit's crazy, bro. Yeah, and you wonder why like they're successful in the offense, you know? Can I get one of those? Can, can they ben Johnson, those? Kellen Moore are the next two hottest coaches for the NFL season, minus um, Eric Bieniemy. I think Bieniemy, Kellen Moore, Ben Johnson, those three mm-hmm. will get the next three big head coaching jobs. And I see, I see you, Bieniemy, and Kellen just moving up. Like I see them just being the coach of the team they're already on now. And then I don't know where Ben Johnson's going to go. Browns. Hmm? Already <laughs> giving up on Stefanski? No, I'm not giving up on Stefanski, but after – I don't want to say after watching the press conference with uh, Andrew Barry today, but a few things clicked in my mind is that Stefanski was hired before Barry. Barry mm-hmm. was the one that made the choice to get Deshaun Watson. So Barry's fate is – connected more with Deshaun Watson than it is with Kevin Stefanski. And since we paid Deshaun for four years, guaranteed, Mm -hmm. I don't think Deshaun's going anywhere. So that means I don't think Barry's going anywhere. So Barry has the leverage. One left. Yeah. So Barry has the leverage on Stefanski. If shit goes wrong this year, the offense can't get it together. I think Stefanski will be gone, and then Barry will have his choice at a head coach. And who do so, you want to be? Um, I don't know. I was kind of talking it over with someone today. Uh, it needs to be a young offensive mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have no issue with Ben Johnson being the coach. I have no issue with Kellen Moore. Ben Johnson's definitely going to be a coach next year. Yeah. It just depends on where. Um, I'm not sure if I want the enemy. He just reminds me too much of Hugh Jackson his mannerisms and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's a way better offensive mind. Don't get me wrong. But the way he talks, the way he coaches, I could not get it out of my head that he looked and acted like Hugh Jackson. And I don't know if I can do that again. 
because that was fucking horrible. So probably Kellen Moore or Ben Johnson. Those would be my two choices for head coach. Yeah, I definitely would want Ben Johnson, but I can't have a, another coach. I don't see Tomlin leaving, leaving, nor do I want him to leave. I just want everybody else to leave besides my defensive line coach. That's about it. That's the only one I need to stay. Oh, my wide receiver coach. Everybody else, you can leave. Should we go to the QB contract segment? Yes. So uh, there have been, it is week five, and there have been some QBs that got that big money that have not produced. Uh, One of these QBs, a lot of our friends are going to get pissed at, but hey, the stats are the stats, man. The stats are the stats. So why don't we go ahead and kick it off with that guy, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Leading with Joe Burrow. Leading with Joe Burrow. Going to reel everybody in pissed off. Um, Joe Burrow got that big-ass contract. Highest paid player in NFL history. That always happens whenever somebody gets paid. Uh, That's really good. They're always the highest paid player. And has he to you, what have you seen after the contract? Uh, well, I don't know how to, like, I think Burrow's very good. I do. Um, now, because you threw this segment on me kind of last minute, <laughs> I do think putting Burrow in this segment is kind of unfair at the moment. I'm going to say at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mobility, pocket, presence is a big part of his game. Making plays um, when there is no play because of his legs. Now, I'm... Well, I'm not saying I'm hoping because I am a Browns fan. But if his injury isn't the reason he's playing like this. Right now, he has an excuse, so I will say that. Right now, he has an excuse for his contract, his play. It's not adding up. He's kind of a statue in the pocket. He's a one-read QB. His O-line hasn't been great. But if he gets healthy and there is no more excuses and he continues to play this bad, it's going to look real rough for Bengals fans. Um, I've never been super high on Joe Burrow in terms of this guy scares me when we play him, you know? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's never like it's never like we're playing a Pat Mahomes or a Josh Allen or like a Aaron Rodgers like I don't I don't quite know why because Joe Burrow has played very well when he's been healthy. You know what I mean? But he just, for whatever reason, he just does not scare me. He does not move the needle at all, in my opinion. Yeah, so for me, I'm a lot more uh, cynical than my co-host on Joe Burrow. Uh, I have a long history of Joe Burrow. I went to the game when LSU played Alabama, and he absolutely smoked us. Um, so I don't have a lot of love loss for Joe Burrow. My thing on 
injuries and injured players. If you're playing, like, people have Joe Burrow, number two, right behind Pat Mahomes. I don't, but people do. Um, if you're playing in the NFL, hurt, tired, whatever, if you're playing, I have no sympathy for you then. Yeah. It's different if you're like, hurt. If you're hurt, then don't fucking play. You know, if it's different than like nagging injuries, but like from the game from the play style that we have seen the past few weeks, from the god awful like they're one and three, the god awful plays. Like this man is hurt, right? Like should be on IR, should have been on IR hurt. Like we, we can see it. And if you're still going out there, you know, he's going to be out there against the Cardinals. If you're still going out there, I have no sympathy for you. I expect you to play. And if you just got that that contract, you know, people are calling you the second best quarterback in the league. I have no sympathy for you. You're out here throwing fucking like you and my quarterback, Kenny Pickett, are neck and neck in stats. And my quarterback's on a rookie deal. You're making, you're the highest paid player. Yeah, I, I will say the same people that are giving excuses to Joe Burrow are the same people that were talking shit about Baker and Lamar playing through injuries. So I will say karma's a bitch. Karma is a bitch. Um, is a bitch. So if you're not fully healthy, I completely agree. You shouldn't be playing. I didn't think Baker should have been playing through that shoulder injury. He should have just gotten surgery. We tough it out for fucking four or five weeks, and he comes back fully healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're seeing what Baker has done at the Buccaneers at three and one. He is one of the highest EPAs in the league right now. Uh, he showed what he could do at the Browns. Fucking Lamar Jackson once again. I mean, he's one of the better QBs in the league. So mm-hmm. just play when you're healthy and you won't get criticized. Like, yeah, I think the- that's also why I think Deshaun made the right choice this week by not playing. Because yeah. imagine if he played and had like a fucking negative 18 QBR because he couldn't drive the ball down the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on. He'd be getting absolutely shit on. And then there's always that argument. Oh, but he was hurt oh, then he shouldn't even be playing. You know what I mean? So I think they made the right decision. Joe Burrow did not the first four weeks. I get it at this point in their season that it's like a – it really is a must win. Like Joe Burrow said it in the press conference, like the Cardinals is a must win this week. Of course it is because we're one and three. You drop to one and four. You're not making the playoffs. So, And it's it's different than like if my – and I'm not diminishing any players. You know, if you're playing in the NFL, you're one of the best players I've ever seen, regardless if you're the number one wide receiver or you're on special teams. Like, you're able to make it out of how many people to be on a team, um, let alone even like a practice squad. But if you're injured and, you know, you're my gunner for special teams and you can play, play. But if I'm paying you how much, you're the highest paid player in the NFL. I'm putting you out there with a shit O line going against people, that can get after it. I mean, I saw three guys jumping on Burrow. Yeah. You want to worry about getting a win against the Titans, bro? Come on. You should have shut that man down, 
obviously, I mean, I remember they were hyping it up like like it wasn't that bad of an injury in the beginning, and now oh he's injured, you know this is why he's playing like this. Y'all should have shut it down, and now what's gonna fuck you over because you didn't shut it down is you can't afford to shut it down now. Yeah, like you, you yep. he has to play now. That's exactly what happened to the Browns. I'm just I'm like I'm with you. He shouldn't have been playing, but I'm still not completely out on Joe Burrow, so I don't think the contract has yet to be like defined in a way. So yes, he shouldn't be playing, but I don't think this is a wasted contract yet. But we will see how the Bengals move forward with this contract because I think it really will hurt them in terms of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. So, yeah, my my whole thing on like if I am giving my quarterback that kind of contract, same for, you know, Pat Mahomes, same for Herbert, same for Deshaun, you know, if I'm giving them that money, this is all right. We were, you know, go time Super Bowl. Yep. Go time championship. Go time playoffs. We already got Bengals fans week four embracing a tank to get Marvin Harrison. Like, I'm not giving my player 250 mil plus for a tank. Yeah, no, no, no. There's, not there's at all. no, like, if I'm giving you that money, playoffs, championship. You guys are literally in the AFC championship last year. Yep. Yeah. You hate to see it. And and what you said with not not afraid, I'm not afraid of Burrow either. You, it's different than, like, Pat Mahomes. I mean, I know I always talk about Pat Mahomes, but this is, like, the upper echelon. Like, if if you are number two, like, this to Pat Mahomes, that's an award in of itself. Pat Mahomes is an amazing quarterback. Pat Mahomes had beaten the Broncos how many times in a row? They haven't won against Pat Mahomes how many times? Pat Mahomes fucking spanks the fucking Raiders. Yep. You know, sometimes the Raiders get that one-up game, but they usually spank the fucking Raiders. It's so usually like a back-and-forth with the Chargers. It is really interesting because, like, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, um, like, they've all owned their divisions mm-hmm. since they've been in the league. I know Jalen Hurts is young, but, like, he's still – fucking owning right now yeah but like joe burrow struggles in his division and i don't think anything has been proven since he's actually been a starter because lamar's been hurt baker's been hurt like the teams in that division have been very like spotty injury wise in terms of qb play i'm not even going to go over like the whole team play because the ravens and browns have had the most injuries in the past like three years Mm -hmm. in that division but if we're just talking strictly QB health, the Bengals struggled when Burrow first got there. He got hurt their first year. But ever since that, Burrow's been fairly healthy and actually playing games. But later in the years, like the Browns and Ravens have been struggling. And the Steelers just had a corpse at QB. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but they've struggled. Like Joe Burrow has struggled with those teams without. Like, those teams haven't been healthy, so I'm not completely sold on Burrow being a top three QB. I'm also not sold on him not being a top three QB, so there's a lot to see out of him. There's You are literally, you know, people put you in the upper echelon, and you're getting blown out by the Browns. You know, Baker Mayfield, who people... Which is, like, 
was wild. You're getting, yeah. you're losing to the Steelers. Like, you're losing to the Ravens. Like, you should be getting two O's on some of these, on these teams. But you're always one and one. Have they and ever gotten two O's? They've two O's the Steelers. But, like, these, like, you cannot afford to lose these games. Division games are very important. And it's not like like people are like, oh, bro, owns the division. No, no, it's not. That's not usually how it goes. It's always a one on one. Like, there's no, there's no excuse for you to be fucking throwing four picks, five picks, five turnovers with the Steelers. And you yeah, played I mean, hurt. You played hurt. And you yeah. still did ass. Yeah, he is seven and ten against the AFC North. And you gave him how much? That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, if you can't even definitively win your division, like they won the division the past two years solely because of injuries on the other turmoil, teams. so much turmoil. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I get it. Like, it's part of football, and yes, they won the division. Whatever, hoorah! Fucking, you can brag about it, whatever you want. But come on. It's not because you own us. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. because you own the actual division. It's because you're winning the games outside the division and staying healthy throughout the year. Mm-hmm. That's that's literally all I'm saying. Like A losing record against the AFC North, you do not own the AFC North. You've won it back-to-back years because of the games you've played outside of it, but you don't own the AFC North. It's just funny when people say that. But yeah, I'm still not out on Joe Burrow. I don't know. I might be convincing you, bro. You, I'm not out. I'm not out. with me. Listen, I'm not out on Joe Burrow. He's been injured. I'm giving him a pass for this first four weeks, the quarter of the season. We'll see what happens in Arizona on Sunday. If they lose this game, I may very well be out. And <laughs> and it and it could be more or less Zach Taylor because we never thought he was a good coach. He can't call plays. He never has been able to. He's not creative at all. It is what it is. But, you know, when one guy goes down, sometimes the whole team goes down, you know? So, we shall see. I'm out. <sighs> You're out already? <laughs> God damn. No, I'm not out already. But I'm, I'm, I'm about like, to say two uh, AFC got, Championship appearances. I got, I got a foot out the door right now. My whole body's not out, but I got a foot. Okay, I'm not. I'm not even opening that door yet. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe your hands reaching for the knob. Maybe. <laughs> so, well, if they lose to the Cardinals, how close are you to that door? I'm. I'm touching the door handle. Touching the door handle. I don't care who you are. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, I know T. Higgins is hurt. That's no fucking excuse at this point because. You have Jamar Chase. You're supposed to be a top two QB. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is playing with me and Bo as fucking receivers. Get yeah. the fucking win. And if it's not like your defense is bad. Fucking figure it out. If you are a top three quarterback, you need to be elevating your wide receivers, no matter how good they are. 100%. Because <clears throat> wide receivers will always tell you, like, bro, I'm fucking open. Like Jamar Chase in, that, in the little media like press conference, bro, I'm always fucking open. No, you're yeah. not. You're not. Nobody's ever always open. <laughs> <clears throat> but 
if you are open and your quarterback is not able to get you the ball, I mean, it is all, yeah, you can strong arm, but it is like throwing the ball. We're not quarterbacks, but throwing the ball, it is all fucking legs. It's all where your feet are. It's all the hips. It's all lower body. And if you cannot, if your calf hurts that much, you need to sit your ass down next to me. There should be no reason that you need to be playing. You're only going to hurt yourself more. They're playing. They're playing against teams that get after it. So they got a rough. You just lucky you didn't play the fucking Steelers. That's all I'm gonna say. You yeah, get smoked. <laughs> the one thing the Steelers like doing, unfortunately, someone always gets hurt when they play us in the division. I don't think we're out here just hurting people, but someone always gets fucking hurt. You guys are dirty. Easy. <laughs> That's the uh, the next QB uh, is Russell Wilson. Do you think Russell Wilson is playing is underwhelming the contract that he received? Uh, I think through the first four weeks of this year, he's actually played pretty well. Um, yeah, his deep ball efficiency is pretty good. His the EPA per play has been good. I mean, it's just like. The NFL is so funny because I feel like you try to look past certain things in a way, Mm -hmm. but it really, like, shit just turns upside down, you know? It's like the Browns every year. It's like, oh, our offense is top 10, but our defense is bottom 10. You know what I mean? So, like, Mm -hmm. what do we make? What do we actually make of it? So, Russell Wilson's been one of the better QBs in the league this, like, efficiency wise this Mm -hmm. year. But his fucking defense is horrible. So, like, what can he really do and what can we really say about it? Um, obviously, he was horrible last year, but I think Nathaniel Hackett might have been one of the worst head coaches I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> also, play callers. Yeah, he still has a job for the Jets. He's the head or the OC. So, I mean, I just I, – I don't think Russell Wilson's a bad QB. I don't. Hey, let's I, go. I think this contract, I mean, maybe the contract was too much. It could be a little bit too much, but like, who are you going to get that's better than Russell Wilson for that yeah. type of money? You know what I mean? Like, he's still viable 100%. Like, if the way he's been playing this year, if they had the defense they had last year, yeah, they're probably three and one, two and two at the least, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't know. I don't think I've always been a Russell fan, so I don't think this is a wasted contract. I just think the team turnover in terms of what Sean Payton has done has put them in this situation. And like I said at the beginning, our preseason episode, Sean Payton doesn't have the pieces to make this team work as of right now. Mm -hmm. It's not Russell Wilson's fault that they're one and three. It's not. Yeah. It's like we finally got Russ going. We finally got the passing offense going. And now, well, they were able to last week, but I'm not counting last week because the Bears are fucking awful. But we're not able to run the ball. Our defense is top or bottom three. And they ain't two or three. So, yeah, it's, it's you know, there's so much parity. And I think with... 
uh, NFL fans, media, reporters, even we, you know, we at DWC, we do it. It's a lot of if you, when you're watching the NFL and watching the players and watching the teams, it's a lot of agenda pushing. You can say the Broncos are ass, right? You can say, oh, this team's doing good. This team's bad, blah, blah, blah. But, or the, the you know, the Browns are awful. But the people that play offense don't play defense and vice versa. The people that play defense don't play offense. Thank God I don't see Miles Garrett line up there at tight end. You know what I mean? Like, we, I, you know, there's only so much you can control. If I'm this, this is the same thing to me with the Chargers. If I'm out there putting my life on the line, scoring points, right? I just ran a fucking twelve play drive, scored a scored a touchdown, and I go, oh my god, like I'm tired, sit on the bench, five plays, these motherfuckers just scored back. Like, there's only so much that you're able to control and do. You can only score so so fast. You can only run the clock out so much before something gives you. know, something always happens. It's always a turnover. You know, I can't control my running back fumbling or my wide receiver bobbling the ball, and there's a pick six or a pick. So I think Russ is playing like a – to be fair, to be what I've seen, the stats don't lie, and what I've seen with my eyes. I'm a huge Russell fan, you know. Yes, he played like dog shit last year, but he's playing like a top 10 quarterback this year. And it won't be shown because the Broncos defense is so bad. No, that's that's like what I was saying. The, it's so funny. It's not really that funny because it happens to the Browns all the time. It's like <laughs> it's what if moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's someone's playing so well. It's. Like, this is what I always say about the Browns is, like, when Baker was there, it would always be like, oh, Baker has a great game or he has a great throw and the receiver drops it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, one of those moments where <laughs> it's like, oh, if he only caught this pass, we would have been okay. That shit happens all the time in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And the Broncos are going through it right now. I don't think Russell Wilson is the problem. So keep your heads up. Broncos fans. Yeah, Broncos fans. <laughs> Better days are coming, I swear. Yeah, I promise. They're doing great. Marvin Mendes is doing amazing. They're really good. Sean Payne is really good at scheming. Russell's hitting hitting the players he needs to hit, and I think they're going to continue. He's on my fantasy team. He's got me, you know, back-to-back, like, 20, 19, 18 points. So he's doing solid. Knock yeah. on wood. He's doing, he's doing solid. They do play the Jets, so that would definitely be – a harder test, but I think they're doing they fine. they should beat the Jets. Don't fucking jinx it. Are you picking the Jets? Ah, uh, I'm not picking I really don't know. We let's wait till we get <laughs> let's cover this last QB and then we'll go. Last QB, which I think is a slam dunk, like we're gonna have the same opinion. Everybody has the same opinion from what everybody's seen. I don't think there's anybody that can defend. I've seen tweets of people putting in crying memes, sad memes, because they can no longer defend this man. Is Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, playing up to his contract? Absolutely not. And I don't (laughs) think it's completely all of his fault. No. We, We touched a little bit on the offensive line. I mean, when you're getting hit, or sacks six times a game. That's a problem. Yeah. That's some Joe Burrow numbers right there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I never thought he was that good of a QB to begin with. He is overpaid. And if I'm Saquon Barkley, I am furious right now. But yeah. if I'm also, now it's like a double-edged sword. If I was Saquon, I'd be mad I didn't get paid over Daniel Jones. But I would mm-hmm. also be glad in terms of oh, I'm on a one-year I'm kind of hurt right now. I'm going to sit out behind this horrible O-line, mm-hmm. and I'm going to leave the Giants next year and get the fuck out of Dodge. So, no, I don't think Daniel Jones is playing up to his contract. I don't think that contract should have been signed. I think Dable should have went out and got his own QB that he wanted, which it's trending towards that way for this year. But, yeah, I have nothing more to say on Daniel Jones. I just don't think it's going to work out for him. Yeah, it's He's a backup QB. Yeah, I mean, it's different to me. Like, and I, you know, last year I was defending Daniel Jones. Um, yes, you were. This year, and yes, I mean, the the same stuff to me. The same stuff is still happening. You know, this organization. It's two. It's on two fronts to me. No, I don't think he's playing up to his contract. But the organization has done nothing to support him. You know, you draft this guy, you give him this contract, so you would think that they're going to be doing everything that they're able to do to help this man. And, yeah, you got Darren Waller, uh, which I think is, you know, a great tight end uh, sometimes. Uh, he's I mean, he's getting open, but Daniel has no time to throw the ball. And it's not – fixing an O-line is not an easy fix. So – you have to hit the draft heavy, and I don't think they've done anything that is able to uh, help Daniel Jones out. So it's 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 a shame. But the same side, once you see, okay, like okay, the line block, he should have time, and he throws a pick six, completely misses Darren Wall in the back of the end zone, doesn't even look at him. That one was bad. They believe them through the fucking tablet. Yeah. He was like, I'm done. So I feel bad for Dable. I don't think he'll get fired. I think he'll, because he, he's too, you know, he's, this man is a genius. I don't think he'll get fired. I think they need to get their quarterback. I don't know who it's going to be. Um, if they continue to be bad, uh, it could be Drake May, Michael Penix. I think, I don't think they're, I don't think they're bad enough that they would get Caleb, but I think, uh, I think Michael Penix or Drake May would be amazing for this team. But I think the Raiders might take Drake May. I think they're going to be worse than the Giants. But um, it's going to be hard. But, you know, the organization has to has to admit. That's, that's the toughest thing to me for these teams, which I don't think is that tough. Like, you, as an organization, like, you're not, like, it's okay. You can say, yo, we fucked up. Like, if I was the owner or I was the GM, obviously you want to lessen the amount of times you fuck up, but like, like yo, we fucked up. Yeah. You know, we 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 should not have done this. And so, you know, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier said than done because literally these are, you know, this is the way you earn money. These are the livelihoods of some people and pain. Uh, putting money, uh, putting food on the table for their families, but like, there is nothing 
yeah, you guys won a playoff game, but like we all knew it was fraudulent because the Vikings were fraudulent. Um, but there's nothing to me that warranted a contract over Saquon. It's, it'd be the same thing of like the 49ers. There'd be nothing to me for Brock Purdy to get warranted a contract over Christian McCaffrey. Like we we see the clear driving force of this team. And it's always going to be the QB getting the credit, but Saquon should be a New Yorker for life, and he's not going to be. And I think it's for the better for him now. He needs to go somewhere. And running back, I mean, he's not going to get a lot of money, but he can have the opportunity to win a ring. So that's always nice. Yeah. But Daniel Jones stuff. fucking blows. So <laughs> he's not. He is not worth $35 million a year. It is what it is. Mm. Mm. It ain't my team. It ain't my team either. It ain't my team. All right. Time to do our picks. Yes, sir. We were very good, and both of us went 12-4 and four in week four. Honestly, I- the early games were scaring me a little bit. Yeah, and um, we're even like picking opposite of each other. Yeah, still wound up tying. Somehow, still wound up tying. It always fucking happens. I don't understand. That was our best um, week so far. We both went twelve and four, and now we are sitting at. Bo is sitting at thirty nine and twenty five. On wins and losses, I'm sitting at 41 and 23. So, still a two game lead for me. We will see if that changes in week five. And to start out the Thursday night game, which I was looking over the the picks so far, and Bo has not missed a Thursday night game so far. I have missed two. So, I'm going to piggyback backpack ride off of those. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> so we're going first game Thursday night Bears at the Commanders Commanders listen to this line what do you actually you guess what the line it's at Commanders it it's at the Commanders what do you think the line is the spread dude uh, is it more than three yeah oh my god five and a half close a little bit higher oh higher yeah Dude, the commanders are not that. Oh, okay. Easy. <laughs> All right, that? Six and a half? Six. The spread oh, is six in favor of Washington. So to put that into perspective, so you, you get – generally you get about two and a half, three points mm-hmm. as the home team. And then if they think you're good enough, they're going to give you an extra three points. Mm-hmm. And I – and this isn't this isn't one of those situations where I think they think the commanders are that good. I think Vegas thinks the Bears are that bad, right? Yeah. I mean the Bears haven't shown them not to have that get lowered, but still, like that's crazy. Six is a bit much in my opinion. I think the Bears still have some some capability to score. Yeah. I, mean, I mean they didn't get blown out by the fucking Broncos. Yeah, I mean Man, which way are you leaning on this one? I mean, Justin Fields just came out of 304 TD game. Nasty. 
Oh my god, bro. You know what's crazy too, bro? I could see the Bears winning this shit too, bro. Yeah, I could too. And that'll um, just that'll just be because after the Ron Rivera shit, bro, I could see the Bears winning this shit. Last year the Bears won, didn't they, on Thursday night? These two teams played on Thursday night mm-hmm. last year. Did they win or did the commanders win? I don't even that's Either way, a, these two I think it was the same type of situation. I think the commanders were like two and L. The Bears hadn't won yet. It's like picture perfect, same situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of players that aren't going to be able to play um, for the Bears. They have a lot of players out. Um, their their best player, Chase Claypool's out. Uh, that's another healthy scratch. Uh, he wasn't yeah. floating at all. With the you said team. their best player, he <laughs> need he's about to they about to cut his ass. Steelers. Omar Khan, the Khan not has really fleeced that man, huh? Anyways, um, I'm going to choose the Commanders for this one. I have a mini Sam Howell agenda, and I need to stick with it. Uh, completely given up. DWC, Week 5, we, I'm sorry. We like to ride our agendas out, but I cannot, I can no longer say that Justin Fields will be good. <laughs> Yes, yeah. he's had a four TD game, but I think the Broncos have the, have the worst defense I've seen in a long time. They're bad. I'm, uh, we might be able to start on that defense. Yeah, I mean, I've, I just don't think I'm going to overthink this one. No. I think against, I've always picked the home team to win, and I'm two for two or two for four in those games, but. Man, if Vegas is leaning this big, I think I'm going to go Vegas on this one. I'm picking the Commanders. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty fucking bad. Hold on. Are the Jags in London again? Yeah, they stayed in London. They played the Bills, yeah. All right, so the London game, Jaguars at the Bills. The Bills are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Mm-hmm. Is I'm this not... where... Jaguars got to stay in London. They're not jet-lagged. Bills no. coming in, jet lagged. I don't is know. This, is this the fucking game where the Jags say, all right, enough of this bullshit. We're showing people what we are. Or is this a game where the Bills say, fuck you. You're still at the bottom. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I mean, the Bills put up 48. Yeah, I'm going Bills, honestly. Yeah, same. <laughs> no, we literally were just like, oh, it's just a game. We're like, no, nah, we're going Bills. Bro. I could see it being a close game, but at the same time, it's like the Jaguars, to me, have stay- taken a step back since mm-hmm. last year, and the Bills are always, I mean, they're always a top-five team yeah. every single year to start. So I just think the Bills, after last week, are going to be like, all right, let's build off of this win. Mm-hmm. And they probably cover. I think they win by a touchdown. Yeah, uh, I'm also picking the Bills. Um, I just think the Jaguars are doing too much right now. I think they they might have let the preseason and the expectations get to their head. I think they're not uh, performing uh, normally and doing what they need to be doing. And the Bills are hot right now. I was one year off. I should have picked Josh Allen to win this year yeah. instead of last year. Uh, he is the MVP favorite right now. I think it's like plus 370. Um, so the Bills are cooking right now, and Josh Allen's doing pretty good. So 
I'm going to go ahead and ride with the Bills. Yeah, the Jaguars, every time there's a hyped-up game, they play one of the best teams. I feel like they just lay an egg. So I just cannot pick them yet until they show me something. All right, let's go to the Texans at the Falcons. The Falcons are favored by two points in this game. Um, I, out of spite of Arthur Smith, am going to pick the Texans. I'm hoping C.J. Stroud can pick apart this Falcons Secondary, even though it is one of the better secondaries in the league. I'm going to go C.J. Stroud has another 250-300 game. Mm. No picks. Um, when they go. Uh, like how my co-host has uh, the Colts as his uh, mini team to root for. I have the Texans as mine. I think the Texans are... Um, sneaky good. Uh, I was going to put money on their over for wins. I was always talk, telling people to do that. Um, so I'm going to ride with the Texans as well. Uh, I think their coach, whoever's on their staff, and uh, I think they're riding high. I put 30 on a team uh, that they were um, underdogs in, and I don't think they'll put 30 on the Falcons, but I do think the Texans will God, I hope. do great. Um <laughs> Yeah, we over at DWC are waiting for a Falcons blowout, for a Falcons to get blown out. We need to start getting the ball rolling on Arthur Smith being ass. We need, we need to start getting that. We need to start putting pressure on the organization. Yeah, get, no shit. We are hashtag free pits. Yes. Get him right. out of there. Let's go to the snooze fest. Panthers at the Lions. The Lions are 10-point favorites. I'm not overthinking this. I think this will be a 10-point win. Plus, for the Lions, it really will not be close. Yeah, I think the Lions could win by three scores, man. This is this is so unfair to my boy Bryce, man. He's going to get smoked. It's not even going to be fun, bro. It's not going to be a fun time to be Watch a Panthers be the fan. dumbass game that the Lions lose. I absolutely know. The Panthers are so bad. I don't think the Lions, even at their worst, can lose this game. No. So I think the the Lions start four and one on the year. Yep. Hey, shout out. Yeah. yeah. All right. A big matchup in the AFC South. Titans at the Colts. AFC East, right? Yeah. AFC East. Huh? Titans at the Colts. That's AFC South. I'm about to say I'm tweaking right now. You just said the big in the AFC South. Yeah, AFC South. Well, I just think of the Colts, and they're not in the South, you know? No. I'm just like, what the fuck? All right, so the AFC South, Titans at the Colts. Tennessee is favored at Indianapolis. How do we feel about this game? I'm really trying to pick against you, bro, but I think I've seen enough from the Colts, man. The Colts are kind of legit. Really? I was kind of leaning towards the Titans in this game. I know, bro. I don't. Like, do we, are we expecting, are we expecting another, like, 100-yard game from Henry? Yeah, I was kind of thinking that. Ah, man. You know, Henry has been this way the, the past three years. The first three to four weeks, he hasn't done shit, and then he gets it going later in the year, so. Starts cooking? Yeah, I'm just. For some reason, I feel like Vrabel, well, uh, Vrabel's very good at game planning, so I think he can maybe find some kinks in that offense for the Colts and maybe make Richardson look yeah, pretty bad. Um, I think, yeah, I'm going to go Titans. I'm going to go Titans. Um, oh, I just talked you into the trap. I'm going Colts, and no, I'm just kidding. 
I will go Titans. I just looked at the stats back to back. They let two rushers back to back 100. Granted, one of the rushers was Lamar, but Kyron also won 100. So I think this is a good lineup game for Derrick Henry to go off. As long as you keep the ball out of fucking Ryan Tannehill's hands, I think the Titans will do well. Um, so I think it's going to be back and forth. I really think it's going to be like a like a 28-24 type of game. Uh, Titans just running out the clock at the end with Derrick Henry. It always, I feel like for the Titans, for them to win, it always comes to like the fourth quarter, five minutes left feeding Derrick Henry because that man rarely ever gets tired feeding Derrick Henry um, and just running out the clock. I think the Colts are just going to have not enough time to come back. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to pick the Titans on this one. Going just... against your agenda. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's a long season. This loss won't mean that much in the long run, but... Mm-hmm. Man, they're 0 and 2 at home, but the Titans are 0 and 2 away, you know? So it's just like this one out of most games this week, out of all of them, this is one of the biggest toss ups, in my opinion, because I think both teams are kind of similar to each other mm-hmm. in terms of talent level. Um, I'm going to go the Titans to win, but I'm hoping the Colts win. So I'm hoping I'm wrong on this one. Gotcha. Um, Giants at the Dolphins. This is not looking good for the Giants, is it? I think we both know what we're going to go here. What's the spread for that? The spread is 11. Oh, my God. So here's here's the thing, which is a pretty valid argument in any situation in the NFL. Historically, when a team gets their ass beat, in one week, they usually bounce back in the next, right? Mm-hmm. So, this might fight the this might fight history here because both of these teams got their ass beat last week. Yeah. So that cancels out. Which is the better team, the Dolphins? <laughs> yeah. So the I think Dolphins, we're I think going. the Dolphins will cover on this as well, bro. Damn. <laughs> it's tough, man. Like if you like the Giants don't have. Like, the Giants got blown out, yes, but their defense didn't give up that many points. Um, it was Daniel Jones with the self-inflicted wounds. So uh, there's only a matter of time. I mean, you've seen it. You, you've you seen it personally in your college watching career. There's only uh, a certain amount of games and toleration that a defense can have for a shit offense before the defense is just like, fuck it, bro. Very I'm true. So, I think the I think the Giants are just going to be bulling. Dolphins are going to just go ahead and smack them around. Just going to lead out to wanting a new quarterback, making burner accounts, and liking to get rid of Daniel Jones. All right, let's go to the Saints at the Patriots. The Patriots are actually fa- favored by one point in this game. Mm. So it's a pick them. Mm. How ready is J.C. Jackson, bruh? I'm going to pick the Saints. I'm going to pick the Saints. I'm going to pick the Saints. I'm not going to talk myself into being being for the Patriots. Um, Alvin Kamara came back, had a had a great game fantasy-wise with all his catches. Um, I think it's just going to be 
too much uh, for the Patriots to come back from the dynamic offense that I know the Saints can be. Uh, it just depends on who's at the helm and quarterback and if they want to show up. So hopefully Derek Carr shows up. I'm picking the Saints on this one. Do I want to pick the Saints? Uh, watching Mac Jones was just miserable last week. <laughs> I don't know how I could pick the Patriots in this game besides them being the home team. But also, their car was miserable last week. Mm-hmm. So, these teams both stink. Ugh. I picked the Saints to win the division. It's not looking good early. <laughs> um, I'm just going to... I think I'm going to pick the home team. I'm going to pick the Patriots the on this Patriots, game. okay. First different game we First picked split, against each other. Yeah. I, I just... Man, both these teams suck. But I think the home, I'm always going to pick the home team when both teams suck. So that's where my thought process is there. All right, let's go to the Ravens at the Steelers. God, the AFC North has all played each other already. I don't understand. Um, The Ravens are four point favorites. Kenny Pickett hurt. Kenny Pickett's hurt. Ravens are winning this game. No doubt in my mind. Like, I'm not even worried about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is the first time since, uh, I don't even know how long it's been. It's either in the 20s or it's 2019 uh, that Lamar has played the Steelers fully healthy. Um, So you're all about to get cooked. He's either been out or he's been, uh, he's gotten injured in the game or uh, he played hurt. This is the first time he's been, he'll be fully healthy in the game. Um, Steelers are bad, right? But there's one thing. <laughs> there's one thing. It's one thing they're good at, bro. <clears throat> Game in this Ravens offense. I'm gonna pick the Steelers. Riding with the Steelers, baby. There's. Absolutely- I rode with them to beat the fucking 49ers. I'm riding with them to beat the Ravens. Yeah, you're wild for that. <laughs> All right. All right, Eagles at the Rams. Interesting game for sure. The Eagles are four and a half point favorites on the road. Is it crazy to think the Rams might would win this game? No, I'm picking the Rams in this game. I don't think the Eagles could be five and zero. Oh. It just is like a like what I saw from the Rams against the Bengals makes me question if they can block the Eagles' D line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now. Cooper Cup coming back. Cooper Cup is coming back. Eagles pass defense is not good. Mm-hmm. Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup, Stafford's looking pretty good throughout the first part of the season. I'm going to go with the upset. The upset, okay. Upset. If not, they're covering at least. So <laughs> I'm going to go with the Eagles on this one. You need to get that Steelers get back when they lose. <laughs> I need the. I'm gonna think the Eagles. Um, it is tough to be five and zero. Could they lose this game? Yes, but I think the Eagles' pass rush will be able to uh, <clears throat> negate their terrible pass um, defense. Uh, hopefully, they can play some man. If they play zone, it's wraps. I mean, you're going against two wide receivers that are amazing against the zone. Um, and a quarterback that's amazing against the zone. 
but I think they'll be able to edge this out. I think this will be. The game of the week, if the Cowboys and 49ers is a fucking blowout, which I think it might be low key. I think the Eagles and the Rams are the game of the week. I'm going to go Eagles. Uh, let's go to the first four o'clock. Oh, no, that was the first four o'clock game. The second four o'clock game, mm-hmm. Bengals at the Cardinals. And the line is only three for Cincinnati. Which is interesting. It tells you what Vegas thinks about them because every big dog that has walked into the Cardinals have been at least a seven to ten point favorite. Cardinals have the opportunity to do something hilarious, bro. You gonna pick them? No, I don't know, bro. <laughs> uh, what are you picking? You picking the Bengals? Man, I mean, nothing about the Bengals have showed me to pick them. I know. And the Cardinals have shown me everything to pick them. Like they're always fighting. I think they have they definitely have more heart than the Bengals do right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't man. I wanna pick the Bengals. Like that's <laughs> that's what my gut is telling me. Like they finally get a win that's decently convincing, right? But then again, this year just feels different, does it not? Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, man. This is the one game on the entire, like, slate that I just am not confident in whatsoever. I'm going to pick the Bengals. <laughs> but if they let me down, they're not getting picked again the rest of the year. <laughs> You're going to pick the Bengals. It's the Cardinals, goddammit. Josh Dobbs is the starting QB. Josh Dobbs has done amazing this year, too, bro. Uh, Give him for his circumstances. If the Bengals win, it has to be a Joe Mixon game. I cannot see it being a Burrow game. Oh, my God, bro. Because, like... I don't think think he's, like, progressed healing-wise because the Titans literally just... Took him out back. Yeah. Um. Man, bro. I think we're going to be the same. <laughs> so we've we've differed on the Saints, Patriots, the Saints, Steelers, Patriots, Steelers, Ravens, Eagles, Rams, Eagles, and Rams. I think we're going to be the same on the rest of these damn games besides. I'm going to pick the Cardinals, bro. I'm praying on the Bengals' downfall. Like I said, the Cardinals have more heart than the Bengals. <laughs> I think the Bengals are cheating this as morale, and the Cardinals are trying to get after it. They could also just just be like, what are we doing? We need to tank and then fuck me over because that's the game they want to tank. But I got the Cardinals, bro. I think the Bengals are going to walk in, walk out, one and four, going home. I'm All for right, pandemonium. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to root for the Cardinals, but I picked the Bengals. Um, I just don't think the Cardinals have enough firepower. But then again, the Bengals, the Bengals have the worst do? offense in the league. <laughs> All right, so, the Bengals do. Um, let's go to the Jets at the Broncos. I don't have much to say about this game. The Broncos are one-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to pick the home team, Broncos, to win the game. 
How do you feel about it? I'm assuming you're Dude, the Yeah, too. I'm going to pick the Broncos, but I think this is going to be a fucking shootout. This is going to be a nasty game. Does the fucking... Does Zach... Is he going to continue to progress? Are we going to see a 300-yard game? We literally saw Fields get four touchdowns, 335 yards. Do we see Zach Wilson lighten this bitch up? I don't see him. Well, I can see the defense coming in mad as fuck because of what happened last week. It could get nasty for us. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my God. I don't see him lighting it up. It's just a disgusting game, honestly. Oh, my God. It it definitely can go either way, and it's so nasty. Yeah. Um, like the Broncos, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I did. It's it's both of my agendas, my New York agenda and my fucking Ross agenda. I'm gonna pick the Broncos. I'm gonna pick the Broncos. All right. The next game was actually pretty interesting. The Chiefs at the Vikings. The Chiefs are four point favorites. Um, <sighs> I can see the Vikings winning this too, bro. The, I mean, everything in my body is telling me to pick the Vikings. The Chiefs always have that fuck-around game they shouldn't be losing. I know, but I've never, ever, in the two years we've been doing this, picked against the Chiefs. <laughs> I think I think this is going to be a great QB battle, though. Kirk versus fucking Patrick I mean, Holmes. yeah. I mean, the, the Chiefs don't have that great of a pass rush, right? It's not bad. I mean... Is uh, Nick Bolton back for this game? I don't know if he's back. Man. He's limited. He's been limited so far this week. Vikings are 0 2 at home. Interesting. Kashan's is for, for, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but George Carlafatis. Yeah. Whatever. He's fucking, I think he's, he's way better than I thought he was going to be. Really wanted to pick the sh- the Vikings, but I'm picking the Chiefs. I'm just gonna keep the streak going. <laughs> I'm gonna never let the, me down. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Chiefs as well. Um, I do think if the Vikings can go, if the Vikings go one and four, I want the Vikings to keep losing because I want to see Kirk on the Jets. Just because I think that'd be hilarious. They're not moving his ass <laughs> halfway through the season. I think that'd be so funny, bro. At least we have some good four o'clock games this week. God I know. Damn. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Um, I do think that the Vikings. I think. I think this will be a very close game. I could see the Vikings fucking around and winning this, but I think their defense is just so awful that even with a Mahomes like fuck around pick, I think he can still get the dub. All right, let's go to the Sunday night game. Probably a another NFC. Championship 49ers Cowboys at the 49ers. I'm picking the 49ers. I will say this is a crazy line. The 49ers are favored by four, and that just shows you how good Vegas thinks the 49ers are. I'm picking the 49ers. Yeah, I'm picking the 49ers too. I think they're just the better overall team. Yeah, this is easily the best team in the NFL from top to bottom. Um, the Cowboys, it would be closer to me for the Cowboys if they didn't fuck around and lose to the Cardinals. Um, the 49ers will capitalize on any interceptions or any miscues from Dak Prescott. So, um, Dak will have to play a absolute perfect game against the 49ers, and I don't see that happening. So, 
the 49ers. They always struggle against the 49ers. And they've played them the last few years in the playoffs, too. Mm -hmm. They just cannot fucking beat them. So I'm going 49ers on this one. The Monday night game is horrible. It is the Packers at the Raiders. The Packers are actually a one-point favorite on the road. Yeah, I'm oh. picking the Packers, bro. The Raiders fucking stink. <laughs> the Raiders stink. They're so bad. So hopefully Josh Jacobs can get some more checkdowns and he can do amazing for my fantasy. But I think the Packers need this. Uh, Musgrave's just coming back off of that um, concussion. He was cooking before he got hurt. Uh, I would like to see some more um, chemistry between those two. I think that this is also really good for uh, Jordan Love to get some chemistry, more chemistry with the wide receivers because, like I said, the Raiders are trash. So you'll be able to run some plays that you wouldn't run against other better teams like the Lions or something. So shout out the Packers, 3-2. and two. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go to the Packers. I need them to stay close to the lines in the division race. So three and two. Yeah, even though they got a line. fucking boat race by them. Yeah, they. I mean, they lost. It is what it is. Like I told you, they would. Anyways, yeah, gonna pick the Packers on this. That was the Monday night game. So those are our picks. Um, we only differed on one, two, three, four. Yeah, just four games. So how to get that, that how to get that fourth Bengals and Cardinals game. That that is my get back for the Ravens Steelers. Another watch what wait and see. Watch what I'm cooking. Yeah. I feel like I always for whatever reason pick the Patriots against shit teams and they always win those games. But then I try to pick the Patriots when they face a good team and they lose those games. So I have faith they can beat the Saints this week after what I saw from last week for the Saints. And what did you see last week from the Patriots? Nothing, but they're the home team. That's all that matters. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Both so teams look 30, like shit. 38 to 3. Yeah, both teams look like shit. So. Yeah, but 9 beats 3, so let's, let's hope that the Saints can pull it out, get the dough for me. So I can cut. I'm only down two. two. You're down two, yep. Two. Let's get let's get this comeback going. Let's get this comeback going. Let's... Got nothing, bro. <laughs> Thanks again, guys, for listening. Uh, make sure you can always listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts and Amazon Music. This will get posted before on Thursday. Obviously, before the Thursday night games. So make sure. Whether you're on your lunch break, coming back from work, or just waking up in the morning, because uh, this will get posted soon, and then I will make my go ahead and make my rounds on social media to remind you guys that it is posted. Make sure that you guys know we will ninety eight percent of the time it'll always be posted on Thursday uh, before the Thursday night game. And yeah, thanks again, guys, for listening to us. You can always. Uh, message us or comment or see what we post on Instagram, Defense with Championships 2022, and on uh, Twitter, GWC 2022. Thanks again, guys. Uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Again, shout out to us for getting a thousand downloads over less than two years. I think that's crazy. Um, so hopefully, we can continue. Hopefully, we can hit 2,000 by the end of this season. And keep continuing and keep growing. But we are out.
episode five. Let's see how it goes for episode six. And let's see if some of our agendas are still cooking or if they have fizzled out. Peace.